Are you ready to attract your dream clients? Welcome to the Aligned Businesswoman Podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Ann Miller. This podcast is for female entrepreneurs looking for a simpler way to grow their business. Each week, I share simple, actionable steps you can use to build a profitable business that is aligned to your energy and without having to cold DM random strangers or hit up friends and family. I'm here to help you tap into your natural talents and find a joyful way of connecting on social media to confidently show up and grow your business. On today's episode of the Aligned Businesswoman, I speak to my friend Marta Spurk. Marta is a wife, triplet mom, TEDx speaker, author, empowerment coach, and marketing strategist. She helps women entrepreneurs learn to boost their confidence and grow their business by looking at their most valuable resource, themselves. She does that with her podcast, The Empowered Woman, The Empowered Woman, The Ultimate Roadmap to Business Success book, and The Empowered Woman School membership and workshops. Marta, welcome to the Aligned Businesswoman podcast. I'm so happy that you're here and I'm really excited about the topic that or the things that we're going to discuss today. So welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So I'm Marta Burke. I'm an empowerment coach and marketing strategist. I'm from Brazil originally, born and raised. I started from a young age teaching English and was fascinated with the language and with the United States. Eventually, I started coming to America for church conferences, and that's how I met my husband. And then we got married. I moved to the U.S. I've always worked with languages, teaching, interpreting, all of that. But then in 2016, I had triplets. So that obviously was a huge plot twist, and it kind of made me go into this soul-searching journey of what is it that I want to do with my life. And I decided, after starting with network marketing, what I really wanted to do was to speak was to be on stage to encourage, motivate, especially women. And my path has led me to help women entrepreneurs with visibility and with content because they really go hand in hand. I love talking about mindset because confidence and showing up, everything is interconnected. So uh, just the other day, somebody was asking me, so what is it that you do? And it's, I have a hard time explaining because it's not just marketing and it's not just personal growth. It's both. It's helping you feel more confident and expressing that in your content in a way that empowers yourself and your audience so that they can take action and decide to work with you. All right. So your book is called The Empowered Woman, correct? And so I know that I have my own representation of what empowered means and everyone else probably has their own meaning. What does empowerment mean to you? And are there things that sometimes we don't consider when it comes to empowerment? Yeah. So I feel like for me, because of my own personal journey, empowerment really meant I won't let anybody else dictate how I do things, but on the same hand, and that's the difference, I think I won't blame them for the way things are going. Because oftentimes we want to be like, I want to do whatever I want. But then when we can't, or when we don't do it, we usually point fingers to say, but it's his fault, or it's her fault. It's my kid's fault. It's my unsupportive spouse's fault. And I started noticing that that was a very easy cop out. And that put me in a victim space, right? That people are keeping me from my potential, but that is not true. If I'm empowered, then I should be able to move past those things. So to me, short definition is really taking responsibility for your happiness, for your success. Obviously, understanding that there are things you can't control, 
black people like circumstances. But if there is one thing that you are in control of and you're choosing not to leverage that, then that's on you. And the one thing that you are in control is yourself, your thoughts, your feelings, right? So that's my definition. I love that. And I've been really digging more and more into negative emotions and just kind of like how it feels in your body. And so I want to know to you, where does empowerment, like where does that resonate in your body? Like, where do you feel like, oh, I'm empowered? And where do you feel that in your body? Hmm. That's a good question. Because I think it's kind of like starts in my belly, but it really moves up to my heart and my throat because I'm such like a vocal person. I know my throat has a lot to do with that, <laughs> but I am also very grounded like in my heart and in my belly as well. So I feel like it's a very like central thing that moves up and out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Like I threw out your whole body. So when you wrote the book, The Empowered Woman, like, did you feel completely empowered throughout the whole thing? Or did you oscillate? Or like, do you feel like you have to be completely empowered to just take action? Oh, that's a good question. So I feel like there were different phases to the book, because I started writing, and I didn't know where I was going to take it. And then I finally realized, okay, I want it to be the framework, the steps in the framework that I use in my coaching. And then I decided I wasn't going to be able to just sit down and write because I wouldn't be able to discipline myself to doing that because I like talking so much more. And then I learned about the possibility of hiring a ghostwriter. So that's what I did. I recorded myself speaking the content of each chapter separately and she made sense out of it. So it wasn't a full transcription. It was an interpretation of sorts and then writing it in a way that was more professional since ghostwriters are writers. So that gave me a lot of ease because I literally was just doing what I always do. I didn't make it something hard because that's one of the things that I've learned also when you're taking responsibility for yourself and the empowerment piece is we make things harder on ourselves so that we don't have to do them. And that's victimhood, right? It's like, I'm going to make this so complicated so that I don't have to do it. And then I blame the fact that it's complicated, but you were the one that complicated it to begin with. So when I really want to get something done and I find myself not moving forward, I have learned to trick myself into doing it in a different way. So I feel like the ghostwriter was a lesson right there and then too of empowering myself. And then the other step was going through the editing process with yet another person and having other eyes there and potential judgment. So that's something that I feel is tough for me is accepting criticism because I have a vision and it's like, don't tell me what my vision looks like. I have the vision, <laughs> you know, but of course I am not an editor and I have never written a book. So I have to listen to this professional and she did a phenomenal job. And with that, because I never felt like she was criticizing me, but it was still kind of pushing me to make sense out of things. Like you didn't explain this enough. And it's like, oh, how do I put this into words? But on the same hand, and also learning that I am a generator, I felt like that was so helpful, especially with the ghostwriter having that accountability to somebody else. When she was ready for more, she would tell me, and then I could deliver it instead of me putting the pressure on myself to just deliver it constantly. And then with the editor, it was the same thing. Hey, here's the manuscript. Now tell me what's missing or how to make it better. Instead of me trying to do it all myself, I had that to respond to. So that was, I think, the main two parts to this. And then the post getting the book out, which I feel like in many ways I thought finally getting the courage to tell people this is coming out and it's out was the biggest step. But I see, and I've been comparing it to like postpartum <laughs> because 
reality really begins after, right? I mean, when you have a kid, it's like, oh, you're dreaming. Yeah, pregnancy may be hard, but it's not, I mean, it's a short period compared to having a child for years, <laughs> you know? And so I feel like that's what I'm going through right now. It's almost going to be three months since I released the book. And lots of emotions have risen up that I am dealing with because now my story is not mine anymore, so to speak. I don't know who's going to reach this or who this is going to reach, I should say, and how they're going to interpret it. But not that I feel like criticized, but just because now people have access to this. And I feel like in many ways, I haven't fully processed even what I already told. So it's inviting me to go back and uh, really understand the meaning behind my journey of having triplets and all of that. So I don't know, that's a really long answer. So when I think about writing a book, I think about like a very big, like your content all housed in this book. So which leads me to the three empowering content creation tips mm -hmm. that you would like to share with us. So can you cover that? Yeah. So that's a really good point because I feel like the pressure that people have in terms of writing a book is kind of similar to the pressure of content creation. And I think that that has a lot to do with people's personality types and how they handle things. Because oftentimes we feel like I have so much to say. I, I like to say that there's two camps of people. I have so much to say, I don't know where to start. And then you have these other people that say, I don't know what to say. <laughs> and it's like, no, if you have a business and you've got clients results, you have things that you have to say. But the problem really is organizing that in a way that makes you look organized and professional and in a way that makes you feel like you are actually an expert. And then imposter syndrome comes in all of that. So in terms of the book, what really helped me with being like, it doesn't have to be my whole life story because I'm still alive. It's not over. Is just having a finite idea of, I'm just going to share the five steps in my framework. And then that actually made me understand, I can't talk about everything here. That's how I write a second book. That's how I write a third book. It doesn't have to be all at once. And the same goes for content too. You don't have to, and you shouldn't really say it all at once because people cannot digest it. And then it loses the focus. They don't know what you're trying to get at. And then you lose their interest and their attention. They scroll past and they don't engage with it. So my three tips was really in relationship to how you feel and also in, in relationship to how your audience feels. Because one of the things that I've learned is that there are the three most common subconscious fears that people go through. And I've actually been able to create an equivalence to that to personality types. So the three main subconscious fears is not feeling safe, feeling like you don't belong, or feeling like you're not enough. And obviously, we all struggle with those. But I've realized in my studies of the Enneagram, and in then creating my own personality framework, is that there are certain people that struggle with a sense of safety more. And those are the people that need to hear stories, they need to hear testimonials, they need to hear that you've worked with people before, this is not your first rodeo, and you know what you're talking about. Right? So not everyone needs testimonials. I'm not saying that I don't like looking at testimonials, but that is not necessarily what sells me. But for some people, it's imperative to know that this has worked for somebody else before. And that covers the safety portion. I feel safe with you because you didn't start yesterday. So that's one tip. The second tip is for people that feel like they don't belong because they struggle stepping out and putting themselves out there they like knowing specific details. They like knowing what am I getting out of this, like the deliverable, so to speak. I want to know how many weeks this is. I want to know all the details. But that's tricky because oftentimes we think that if we put all the details out there, 
everyone's going to be happy. No, <laughs> some people don't care about the details. They want to know what is the transformation, right? But there are people that are really connected with the details because they want to make sure that they fit in. It's so interesting how we're trying so much to convince people to join us, but in many ways they may feel like they're not a fit for your program. When you're like, anyone's a fit, please buy from me, you know? And they may be thinking you're not going to accept you. And I think all of us as business owners have received messages from people saying, do you feel like I would be a good addition to your group? I don't know if you've ever experienced that. People asking like, is there a spot for me? Can I be a part of it? And you're thinking, my gosh, that's what you're wanting to hear. <laughs> you don't want me to tell you like how many calls you get or, or whatever, like the testimonial part, you know? So it's knowing that there is a space for them in those details. And my final tip is really the excitement because for people that feel like they're not enough, they're constantly looking for something else because inside of them, they don't feel that sense of fulfillment. And that's where I fall in. <laughs> As a doer, I, I always feel like there's something else outside of myself that's not uh, good enough for me. So helping those people understand that they have what it takes right now, that they don't need anything else. But on the same hand, creating that sense of excitement of, you know, you're going to feel something different as you're a part of this when you're creating your content. That's super helpful as well. So obviously, you're not going to create a piece of content that's going to cover all of those. But keeping those things in mind makes it easier to create empowering content. And so do you find that this helps with staying consistent and showing up? Yes, definitely. Because I always feel like consistency, what I say is consistency needs a plan. If you don't have an idea of what you are going to go next, when you get discouraged, it's easier to stop. If you know what your next step is, even if you are discouraged, that helps with you saying, okay, I, I just need to move forward. And then the confidence, right, or the clarity is going to come. So I feel like, just like what they say, it's important for you to have a goal. The same thing goes with the plan. Like even if the ultimate goal is different, when you think of a task, like this is the next thing that I need to do is create this other piece of content that maybe talks about stories. Then it gives you kind of a direction on this is the next thing that I need to do instead of I don't know what to do. So then I'm not going to do anything. Right. So that's so true. I've, I've been in that spot. I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to take it easy. I need to listen to some hypnosis to get inspired. I need to take a walk. And, you know, I've, I've been there, done that. So thank you so much for your time. If someone wanted to come hang out with you, where do you like to hang out? Where would you like to invite them to? So I am on Facebook primarily. I have my Facebook group called the Empowered Woman Community. And I would love for people to go check it out. I also have my podcast and you're going to be in it. The Empowered Woman Podcast. I have lots of amazing guests and great conversations over there as well. And otherwise, just connect with me anywhere on social media, really. Awesome. And then I want to be able to share your TEDx talk with them. So we'll definitely drop that. It's on YouTube. Thank you again for being here. And thank you guys for just tuning in and, and listening to us. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me this week. To view the complete show notes and any links mentioned in today's episode, visit vanessaannmiller.com forward slash podcast. That's also where you can get free access to the Empowerment Activation Masterclass. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. Thank you again for joining me, Vanessa Ann Miller, in this episode of The Aligned Businesswoman.